So, last time, I haven't gotten to say that in a hot minute. <laughs> it's been like four seconds since you said that. Uh, the Harrison siblings woke up in their old rooms at their parents' place and discovered that no, actually, the worm is fully autonomous if Adel isn't there to control it. So it just woke up and has started bringing ruin to the entire planet. Grant was forced to spend five days during menial labor to support and protect Manhattan, as that was the sort of last bastion of humanity in the northeastern seaboard the northeastern coast of the united states at least and roxanne spent that time in a vat getting unfucked i do that a lot and then the two of them got back together in elysium and were presented with a newly embodied edwin steiner who had been shoved into a sort of in-between generation angel body. A hot new fall model. (laughs) And everybody sort of had the same idea of we're not fixing this without some actual goddamn time travel, so let's go get the watch. And under Notcher's guidance, they know that they need to start by basically getting a very fancy permission slip from the center. And in an effort to get that ball a rollin', they have teleported to the Winter Court. So, players, you appear in the Winter Court. Roxanne, where exactly were you aiming? Probably for the, like, entrance. Okay. Well, it is maybe a little distressing, maybe a little upsetting that Janai Arachnotois is not here to greet you. Hmm, okay. I suppose Hmm. it is the apocalypse. I should have expected something like, oops, I accidentally closed roll 20. It's not supposed to be the apocalypse here. Yeah, no, like, it should be business as usual here, I would think. Or at the very least, like, not as dire as it would be back home. Maybe she's just taking a break. I mean, they can't ex- I doubt they're expecting many visitors. What with, you know, the world being eaten by a worm. Maybe visiting is closed. I don't see any signs. Well, we're not going to figure it out standing here, so... Is there one of those, like, little bells on the front desk that you can ring? <laughs> There's no desk. There's just, like, a bunch of small benches that the greeters are meant to sit at. And no, there are no call bells on those either. Oh, hello! Humans here! I know it's probably rare these days, but... No response. Also... The air is 
not literally the air, but I guess like the mood of the court insofar as you are experiencing it out here at the greeting square. It just feels kind of off. Well, I would like to investigate a mystery if I can. Sure. Hold on, let me check. I guess this doesn't involve moving my body. I'm just kind of looking around. Oh, yeah. All right, so I get one question. <laughs> yes, my biggest question is, um, what happened here? Where is everyone? Is there any signs of, like, damage? Any signs of struggle? Is just everyone not... It's just... So... I'm basing this answer on the fact that you all haven't said you've left the square. Because that's yeah. a little ways off from the like palace and the main territory of like the central winter court where you guys always go. Yeah. And near as you can tell just from an immediate appraisal of this area, there's no signs of battle or destruction or anything like that. There's no sounds wafting in from the distance of like combat magic or screams of pain or anything like that. There's just this kind of like buzz to the atmosphere that is unusual and doesn't feel good, but it's not like the sky is falling. Hmm. Well, um, this is unusual, but everything seems to be physically all right. I vote we move forward, or other, otherwise we'll just be standing here forever like idiots. Yeah, yeah, standing here like idiots doesn't seem like a productive use of our time. <sighs> yeah, let's get going. All right. I uh, guess we start moving into the court proper. Unescorted for the first time, you make your way in, and what you discover as you enter the area surrounding the palace and get close to the palace itself is maybe triage isn't exactly the right word, but there's definitely a kind of the court is now an emergency station vibe happening here. There's a lot of people, human and fae, receiving medical attention, both physical and seemingly psychological. There are new small structures that appear to have just been grown out of the ever-present snow on the ground that people are coming in and out of with food and drinks and blankets. The easiest way to put it that you all would be able to figure out immediately is that everybody who was on Earth who still had any kind of positive association with the Winter Court has come back here to hide. Awkward. Hmm. So what do you do? Well, let's see. Roxanne and Grant are known to the court. We have a 
friendly relation, or at least we did. Whether or not that still stands is unknown. And I look at least, I at least look like an Elysium angel. I don't know if that carries any weight here, but I'm big and imposing and impressive right now. I so... mean, if anyone here has a good relationship with the court, it's you. Yeah, right. you're kind of the team's winter court favorite. And also, you still sound like yourself, for the most part. Yeah. Your voice is immediately identifiable as yours. The only so... person in the Feywilds with a German accent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that has occasionally been true, but now with a number of human refugees, it is a worldwide refugee camp. It's not just Californians who got out or United Statesians who got out. There are, as you walk through, taking whatever set of actions you are about to, you can hear people speaking German, Japanese, Chinese, uh, various Korean, Indian, Swahili. No French. All the French died. <laughs> like after California, the worm just ate France. They used the Eiffel Tower as a toothpick. How <laughs> it did that with no arms? Really impressive. <laughs> it just sort of scraped up against it. Now doing it without any teeth. That's the impressive part. Worms have teeth. They do? Many species of worms have teeth, yes. Terrifying. It is, actually. <laughs> so what are you all doing? Uh, <sighs> I guess asking around with anyone, like, I, we, we speak at least three languages here. So we can, there's Do at we? least one. Yeah. Yeah. German, German, English, and bad English. <laughs> German, English, and Chinese. Oh, uh, right. Like, I forgot yeah. about that bit. Yeah. Um, so. Also, Roxanne and Steiner still have access to the speak a language magic effect. Oh, true. Yeah. Grant doesn't, though. No. Rip Grant. Rip Grant. I'm just going to find the first person who looks like an official Winter Court representative. Yeah, alright. So a snowy owl harpy in like official looking winter court robes. Like the specific kind that have the coloration and cut of I work in the palace. Lands off of a short flight and starts trudging across the snow to one of the smaller buildings. Um, pardon, pardon me. Could I have a moment of your time, please? I recognize your voice. Uh, yes. I'm Dr. Edwin Steiner, formerly of body but still soul. The scientist, yes. Yes, that's, that is me. 
uh, again, in soul, if not in body. But um, I realize this must be a trying time, but if I could have an audience with um, Winrhyme at the earliest possible convenience. You are free to approach the palace. You may need to wait, but she will certainly see you. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Uh, please do let, let me hold you up from your official duties. I'm sure you're very busy right now. She nods, restarts walking towards the little snow hut, and starts undoing some buckles on like a big backpack that she had. Well, uh, I guess I just make my way towards the palace then. If Roxanne and Grant are just kind of middling about, I kind of wave them over. I mean, I was kind of interested in what's going on with the backpack, and I'm pretty sure Lycar and Windrine aren't excited to see me, what with the interesting facial scar that I've got. But, uh, but I, I think... God, if you want to be a fucking coward and hang out with the harpy, fine. I mean, the harpy seems cool. But also, I should probably be there to... date the harpy? Good lord. I'm still getting over my dead elf girlfriend, that's why! You don't know. They could have made it here. <laughs> she specifically said that she was staying in California. Oh, that's one thing to say, but when, like, there's a big worm exploding everything, you might reconsider your options. Anyway, I will go anyway with Steiner. Yeah, Roxanne's just, like, I don't know, probably picking her way through this, like, crowd as they go, and, like, occasionally she just stops to, like, I don't know, offer a little bit of her limited knowledge in dressing wounds or using lay on hands occasionally. Right on, right on. You know, if she gets too far back, she literally just teleports to the rest of them because she can do that. <laughs> what the harpy was doing will forever remain a mystery. I imagine she was just picking up uh, regents for potions and poultices. Yes. <laughs> Straight up, it was a backpack full of supplies for the people that were in the hut she was going to. See, we would have missed that. <laughs> okay. Well, three of you can make your way through the sort of triage field and up to the outdoor throne room of the Winter Court. And it's it's kind of a strange sight because the Winter Court, if you'll pardon my vocabulary, has always been a pretty chill place. I get it. But... Cool place and they say it gets colder. The throne room right now is just abuzz with activity. The queen is seemingly in, like, five conversations simultaneously. Just lots of people talking to her all at once, and her attention is just snapping between them all, but it looks like somehow she is keeping up with all of them. And it's 
you know, a few humans. There's definitely representatives from all the other courts, including Summer. Mm -hmm. And a few of her own people as well. And she is just rapid fire engaging all of them, putting out a lot of fires simultaneously. Putting out a lot of irons and a lot of fires. Yeah, and Lycar is doing the same, but to a much smaller degree. He's entertaining, like, three people one at a time. Well, the Owl Harpy said we might have to wait, so I will just find a open space and just kind of awkwardly sit down and wait. Yeah, I'll sit next to Steiner. I respectfully stand. There comes a point where a court attendant, like, hurriedly, without even really looking at any of you, just hands you all hot drinks. It's just real basic tea, but it still feels real good. Well, I appreciate the gesture, but I don't think I have a mouth anymore. Please deliver this to someone who can enjoy it. I mean, you do have a mouth that just doesn't open. Like I said, they weren't even looking at you when they handed it to you, and as you start speaking, they kind of start, look at you, take it from you as you finish, and then walk off, and you can see that they do just, like, hand it to the first person they run across. (laughs) I'll sip it, my tea. Probably the only hot thing I've gotten to enjoy since, you know, the explosion. <laughs> I need you all to know that mentally, the fucking hot drink song is going through my head. <laughs> so, uh, very slowly, the people that the queen is managing start filtering out a little bit. It's a little bit vexing when, like, a new one pops up and she takes them immediately. Maybe because you all are just kind of chilling and willing to wait. And there is definitely a moment where she, like, fully makes eye contact with all three of you. So she knows you're there. I'll wave. Yeah, I'll I'll wave. She doesn't stop any of her conversations, but she definitely does give you a quick wave back in an I acknowledge your presence kind of way. I mean, if things go right, we've got all the time in the world. But eventually things do calm down enough that she can tell the last person that she is talking to to figure it out a little bit tersely, and then she just comes over to you. I will, as she walks over, I will stand up and I will bow appropriately. I'll give a gangly awkward bow. (gasps) Roxine, Roxanne, Roxanne curtsies. Hell yeah. It's back, baby. I knew you were waiting for it. I knew you were waiting for it. It's been so long. It just isn't a trip to the Fey Wilds without Roxanne hitting someone with a big curtsy. Well, 
The three of you. I assume that is you, Doctor. Um, yes, there have been some significant changes in my uh, life in the past, um, week or so. True for all of us. Hmm. I must admit, I did not expect to see the three of you. When I had heard what had happened, I had assumed that all of those who had moved to face Adel had been lost to us. No, there were exactly two survivors. <sighs> well, you may feel free to make yourselves at home here as best you can. We are all figuring out how to approach this. We do not know if the worm will come here to seek you out, but until such time as we believe that it will, you are welcome to find a place to stay. So, about that, we think we might actually be able to fix this, so it is um, a bit of an unusual request. I am willing to hear any ideas at this point. So, our understanding of the situation is as if we had done everything perfectly, the worm would have been stopped alongside Adel. But we are not perfect, and the worm was not stopped. We think we might have, have a solution to that. Uh, basically, we're asking for a do-over, and there's only one thing that can get us a do-over. Right. Uh, so, as towards that, we are heading towards the center to request permission for the watch. And while we understand we will need separate permission from each of the court rulers and the sultans, well, this is the best way in, and we thought, well, while we're here, we would say hello, and... Okay, I'm just going to be honest, can I ask? Did Gregory make it here? The queen... looks sad and shakes her head. Hmm. Alright. Well, if we do this correctly, it should fix everything, I hope, but... It is fine to be hurt by it, even if it may be undone later. Yeah, I know how that is. Right. Well, I will certainly grant you all entry to the center. If, again, you would like to take time to recuperate here, you may. Or we can go now. Um, I believe we've all recuperated as much as we can, and given that you, you seem to have a small window of not being harassed. Very well. And she will quickly shuffle the three of you back into that real deep private locked down chamber with 
a teleportation circle that is covered at all times, so as to be inaccessible when not in immediate use. And she unseals the teleporter and ushers you all into it and works the transfer spell. And you all are jumped to the same sort of antechamber as before. Like before, there is the slightly uncanny black-robed elf, question mark, that is sitting in a chair next to a door and is covered with a layer of dust. Bad airflow in here. Hello. It slowly rolls up out of the seat to a standing position, dust falling off of it. Greetings. Have you moved since we last spoke with you? I have not needed to. Okay. Alright. Fair enough. I've seen weirder things in my life. You are one of the weirder things in my life. Uh, we are requesting permission for a loan. Um, how do we begin that process? They look kind of confused. Like, they, they don't quite have facial expressions exactly. It's more of a reading their body language. Could you perhaps phrase it differently? We would like to have permission to borrow the watch. Ah. Yes. This way, please. They turn and flash a hand over the door. It slides silently open. And they escort you out into the center. And unlike the Winter Court, this place hasn't changed one iota. The atmosphere is still uncomfortably still and at a strange intersection of all of the seasons, while also being quietly charged with a kind of power you can't really touch or properly identify. And as before, it is a very orderly cobble path that you all walk that eventually reaches the huge hole that just goes sheer straight down. As before, strange noises just kind of waft up from its depths. And as before, there's a kind of small table 
near the hole where another uncanny elf is sitting. One note. The whole time they're walking there, Steiner's just has to keep the urge down to just dust this elf off. <laughs> that awful metal and metal scraping sound. Out of curiosity, you all just walk in silence. Do you say anything? Roxanne's like mumbling to herself about like she's like silently making little plans like <sighs> okay, so we get the watch and then We could capture the energy, or... And then how are we going to figure out how to break... Oh my gosh, how are we going to do this? Grant has kind of changed over the last couple days, so he's not making any jokes or anything. He's just walking in silence. Alright. How long is the walk exactly? Uh, a couple minutes. Ah. It isn't, like, long but it isn't like you're there immediately. Yeah, like at one point during the walk, Roxanne just like elbows Grant a little bit and goes, Grant, do you think... So this works, right? (sighs) Do you think we could like... I know making the knives kind of overwhelms all of Steiner's like batteries and stuff, but what if we made a really, really big battery so that it didn't I don't know, so that the explosion she gestures wildly doesn't uh, put us all out for God knows how long <sighs> See, so you need you need an incredible amount of magic in order to pull that off, but I mean well, why don't yeah. we just send it somewhere else? No, 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 no. I'm, 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 like, just getting the amount of magic that you would need in order to do that is kind of staggering. But, I mean, if we go back in time and, like, manage to talk to a few wizards, or maybe even one particular, one wizard in particular that we know, I could, I could probably pull it off, maybe, yeah. I get you kind of magically and. She sort of tries to rope Steiner into the conversation too. Like, I get, I get, magic is kind of not your thing right this second. I don't know. I'm just trying to make plans while we got the time, you know. Yeah, I know. I know. It's uh, it's important. We need to. We've probably only got one real shot at this. Like, regardless if we get the watch or not, I doubt they're going to let us use it an unlimited amount of times. So, uh, I'm I'm planning on one good shot. Yeah, okay, okay. It's around that time you all pull up to the attendant of the center, who is the same sort of high elf that you all interacted with the first time you came here, the one who first told you Adel's name and kind of what their whole deal was. And they honestly look a little bit surprised to see you. Your escort turns around and traces the same path backwards, possibly exactly. And the attendant rises and addresses all of you. 
This is most unusual. Pardon? I do not believe that... I have seen the same face twice beyond the children's in an exceptionally long time. Well, we're having some exceptional times, so... Yes, we did feel the death of the Master. Right, but... Didn't get the worm. No. The great weapon yet persists. Yeah, we're, uh, we're kind of looking to make it unpersist. Hmm. Well, I regret to inform you then that none of us were present for its construction, and so we can offer you no insight on that. Hmm. Well, our understanding of the situation is if we had performed perfectly, we would have dealt with both Adel and the Worm. However, we are very much not perfect. So, what we seek is a second chance, and there's only one thing in all of existence to our knowledge that would grant us that opportunity. Hence why we are here. Ah. You seek the timepiece. Correct. Yeah. I see. I shall confess to you that I am less than enthusiastic at the prospect of having it part from this place twice in so little time. However, it is not my place to object merely to keep and to ensure that procedure is upheld. I can understand your reluctance giving Given the power the subject wields. Yeah, we uh, saw what it could do just as a little experiment. There's nothing, there's no way we can even begin to comprehend what it can fully do. So, are you aware of what it will require to obtain it? The signatures of all of the children, or not signatures, but Blessings, whatever you want to call it, of all the children and the sultans. Is that correct? Yes. Initially, it was just the children. However, that was modified. We have mixed feelings about this modification. If I may ask, um, just out of curiosity, what prompted the modification? They seem a little bit fidgety as they try and find the words, which is unusual because up to this point they've been very stoic, impassive. But eventually they seem to stumble onto the words that they were looking for. The fifth child did not feel that the first four were 
adequately trustworthy. And so they exercised their limited authority to rewrite the laws. We have not allowed them to re-rewrite them. The fifth child? Yes. Well, there's five parts. There's a center. There logically must be one for the center. Oh, no. To my knowledge, the fifth child has never been here. At least not in person. Few times we have ever had any correspondence, it has always been by proxies. Interesting. Oh, duh, of course. It's not true. Okay. So, allow me to retrieve what you require. They just, like, walk through you. Not like they go incorporeal, but they just walk directly at all of you, and if you don't part, you are jostled out of the way. Okay. If, if you try and stop them or resist their advance at all, you are just no. knocked the fuck aside. No, God, no. They get to the edge of the hole and just fall forward into it. That's weird. That's weird, right? Everything here is weird. Wait. I have seen weirder in the last two hours, I think. A, a guy just walking into a hole does not face me anymore. If you're all kind of left there with nothing to do for like a solid five minutes. So, um... Are those the, um, daggers that were in your arm there? Oh, yeah, the, um, the hand that you made me kind of, well, uh, Grant holds it up and looks a bit like the Terminator 2 hand after Arnold takes the skin off, and, uh, he goes, and the, the retraction device was kind of busted, so, uh, one of the New York Ravens took the knives very carefully out and put them on some hilts for me. And, uh, at least I have weapons again. Is the hand function at least? You're not having any issues with it right now, aside from, you know, the, busted knives? It's, aside from the retraction device, it seems fine. It might be a little slower than normal, but I, I haven't had the chance to really test it. Not in any condition right now to perform maintenance, so hopefully it keeps going for a while. Yeah. Honestly, I'm surprised it functions, but hey, I guess I'm a better craftsman than I thought. Oh no, you're a fantastic craftsman. That. Roxanne, how are you holding up all things considered? Well, um, some things are good, some things are bad. Teleporting's better. Can't turn into a snake anymore. But otherwise, like mentally, I'm good. I was going to say, I, at first I just thought of you because I was taller, but you seem, I really, you're just, you're smaller now. You're a little bit smaller than you were before. Spiritually smaller. Hmm. 
Maybe I just picked up on that, I don't know. You're carrying yourself a little different. Oh, I know what it is, you just kind of slumped. It's been a lot these past couple days, Steiner. Yes, I'm aware. I died. I look at me, I died. That's fair. Okay, yeah. Like, we've all been through a lot of shit, I... But, yeah. I mean, I'm not... Not a competition, but everyone has... Been through it. It's not a competition, it's right to be a little... if it was, I'd be winning. <laughs> it's alright to be a little bit downtrodden right now. I'm not really processing it fully, I think. I've had to do a lot of distracting work to just keep from completely breaking down. Just keep telling myself that we're going to fix it. That's what's keeping me going right now. Oh, that's the only thing that's keeping me sane right now. Yeah, we'll fix it. We don't have any other option. We could just live in the courts. That's an option. No. I mean, it's not a good one, but it is an option. I would literally go insane. Yeah, that's not acceptable to me. I apologize for the delay. I had forgotten how far down this was. No problem, we were just talking amongst ourselves. And they offer to none of you in particular, but all of you simultaneously, a ring of some kind of white and blue crystal. I snatch it. I don't snatch it, I just take it. I've got the pocket space after all. Please, whether you are successful or not, do be sure to return it. Um, aside from getting the blessings, is there anything else we should know about the procedure? No. The ring will know, and therefore we will know. Okay. Well, um... Can I ask about the ring? Certainly. Well, I mean, where did it come from? What's, uh, what, what's its significance, I guess, is what I'm curious about. The materials are... Well, it is inaccurate to say commonplace. They are only found here. But the enchantments upon it are much more important. It is nigh indestructible. And it is keyed to the will of the four children and those recognized by the fifth. Huh. All right. Thank you. I just thought maybe there might be some historical significance to it. That's interesting enough in its own right. I misunderstood. I was not aware that you were seeking historical information. The ring is old. It was fashioned by the master shortly before their departure. The contents of they motion at it, the pit, are things that the master believed may be useful 
to his children, but only insofar as they all would agree to use them properly. The ring was the means to undo the locks the master placed on these things. Okay, interesting. Thank you very much. You are quite welcome. I suppose we're going to be heading back to the Winter Court then? I presume you all remember how to get back to where you came from. Please, do not deviate from the path. Alright, thank you very much. Thank you for your time. We will return, but we will return as quickly as all possible. I am looking forward to seeing your faces for the third time. Yes. I'm... Making a friend. <laughs> We're making a friend, Steiner. <laughs> I don't know what to fucking say. Alright, uh, at that point, Grant will just nod in appreciation and turn around and start walking. Someone has to lead this fucking clown troop. <laughs> for better or for worse, we'll see you at the time shortly. So you all can make your way back to the Winter Court foyer. And your escort is standing outside waiting for you all to return. And as soon as you all are within eyeshot, they turn and flash their hand across the door and it opens up so you all can get inside and they can shut the door behind you. Well, that was... An experience. So do you think they are... Do you think that was just equivalent of a robot, or what's the deal there? Oh, no, I'm pretty sure that they're flesh and blood, and there's some stuff going on with them that we have no idea about. Maybe it's just like an empty vessel, and a soul inhabits it... Inhabits it... Maybe it's just like an empty vessel, and a soul inhabits it... When necessary, I'm a little creeped out, I, just to be perfectly honest. And I'm listen, a soul inhabiting a vessel. Listen, I just want to get this done as soon as possible. So, like, I'm not going to think about it too much. You know, you can just ask whenever we go back. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't be offended. You'd be like, hey, what are you? And they would probably spill the entire beans. Uh, what the hell, it's the end of the world, why not? Y'all are having this conversation as you're making your way out of the jump chamber. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure to... Okay. I don't know if uh, when Ryan was waiting for us, I don't think she would be, but... She was not. Yeah, so I just make sure to cover the circle back up on my way very, out. She's very busy. So, team, you got the ring. Now what? Well, I mean, Winrine is right there. Yeah, 
Might as yeah, well. this seems like a good place to start. As good as any. Alright. Unfortunately, she has returned to the state that she was in when you all first arrived. Putting out a lot of fires. Grant will act, since this is like, Grant is assuming this is a one sentence, just get permission thing. Uh, Grant's gonna just go up to the crowd and be like, Winrine, do we have permission, please? <laughs> you know what we should have asked if there's like a range on the ring? Like, do you have to be nearby them or you can just, can you be in a different court entirely? You should at least call her Queen Winrine. Okay, okay, yes, Win- Queen, Queen Winrine, uh, do we have permission, please? She doesn't slow down from her conversation, but there is a moment where she diverts to you and raises her voice enough to carry the distance. It is not that simple, I'm afraid. Okay, we'll wait until you're a little clearer. Uh, I'll go back over here now, and then I will let her put out her fires. It's gonna be a bit. Do any of y'all get up to anything? I hand the ring off to Grant or Steiner and I just say I'm gonna go see if I can help out at all in the um, refugee area. I don't like calling it that, but I need to keep myself busy. I don't want to sit here. Just, um... I pull out my fucking phone. Uh, fuck. I guess, Grant, your phone probably doesn't work anymore. I don't know. I don't think any of our phones work. I don't think we have. I don't think signal exists anymore. Whatever. Okay. Look, just. I don't think you need me to be here. You've got the signet. Um, you can always just like come get me. I'm not going to be hard to find. All right. What are the other two going to be up to? Uh, Grant is honestly looking forward to like sitting down and having a breather kind of just not too much of one because if he gets too much of one he's going to start thinking about things that will make him very sad but if it's if it doesn't take too long then uh then he's just gonna sit down and rest for a little bit i guess then i will give uh grant the ring and i'm gonna go check up on my lap buddies Alright. So, Roxanne. Yeah. You're just going around, like, throwing out healing spells and lay on hands? Um, I look for someone who's obviously in. Ch- I don't just, like, do that. I mean, if something looks like I could immediately put myself in there to help out, I do, but. I look for someone in charge and just basically go, hey, I've got some limited healing capabilities and I know a little bit of first aid and human anatomy. So if you need me somewhere, I would love to be of use. Limited healing capabilities. Yes, we have a few medical tents we could use you in. Uh, This way, this way. Pop some hand sanitizer that I probably keep in my camera space and clean my hands up a little bit. Start shaking them about because it's probably really cold and it doesn't evaporate very easy. <laughs> uh, and 
Well, you're led into the emergency medical center that they've set up here, and no one's in good shape. This is like the the worm blew into my town and, and it missed me by a block. And I am in that kind of state, kind of group of people in here. Gotcha. And the head doctor, who is this nice little goblin woman, just directs you to... I mean, it feels a little bit crass to call them low-priority patients, but I guess people who aren't in critical fucking condition. People who are stabilized and could just use, like, a push in the right direction. Of course. And... I mean, there's varying levels of wounds here. There are people with burns, people with some amputations. There's broken bones. There's big gross lacerations you're not again put in front of anybody who like needs active emergency treatment but everybody here could use a little bit of help so what do you do to be a little bit of help um the more severe things I actively try to do like lay on hands for just to get things under control faster but things that are like I mean like I said Roxanne studied a lot of like anatomy and stuff and knows some first aid so she can like set up help set bones and things like that but like for broken things that are like more severe like broken legs or things like that she like actually pulls out the lay on hands just to get people up and moving and able to be transferred out of emergency care if necessary. Okay. So let me um let me get a lay on hands roll and just like a general act under pressure roll to just kind of get a general feel for how you do. All right. Well, they're both the same roll. So Play on hands is a twelve. Pressure. Is a fourteen. You kind of become the star of the show in here. <laughs> Lots of just evaporated, grievous injuries and easily treated minor injuries. Everybody is very thankful to you. At one point, once you like show that you are kind of getting into a groove and are going to be a big help. You are issued a winter court nurse's uniform. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, I just um, fucking throw it on over my clothes. Just getting into the groove of things. I don't know how long. It's going to take one run to uh, not be busy. Steiner. 
Yep. Gonna see your lab buddies. Peace. So you head down into the still significantly warmer laboratory space, and there's kind of a weird mood down here. All of the lab techs have a kind of weird manner about them, and I won't make you roll to tell that the issue is that they are conflicted about continuing work on all these projects while the world is burning down. Mm. Like anytime anybody completes an equation or lays an enchantment on an item or just a piece of raw stock, there's always like a pause where they look at whoever they're working with or look at someone else in the room and the pair hold eye contact for a bit and eventually one of them just nods or motions at whatever the first person was working on and there's a slow return to work. Guess I'll see if I can spot Sagi and Hebe. And also apparently nobody notices the seven foot tall quasi-robot thing just walking around. I mean, this place does all kinds of golem technology. Maybe you're just the newest model and they didn't notice you getting activated. Fair enough. But as you wander around, you get to like the sort of back area where the lead scientists tend to hold their shop. And as you like start poking around at things, there is a very clear command in Fey yelled at you that like hits you and just rolls off because it isn't actually like meant for what you are. I'm too powerful for your little spells. Well, I just, I'll turn around and look at the source. It's me heavy. She looks a little bit freaked out, a little bit tense. Ah, there you are. What? Ah, yes, I understand. I've been through a significant change, but, um... Surely you remember your old friend, Dr. Steiner? Yeah... I'm sorry, I thought you were one of ours up and about when... You weren't supposed to be, I just tried to turn you off. You know, not to think about that's an entirely understandable mistake to make, but, um... A little bit different than that. I did feel that, but it didn't have any effect. Yeah, you wouldn't... You wouldn't have the off switch that we built into all of our other golems. <sighs> well... Okay. Well... I'm glad you're alive, at least. That's... Well, yes and no. Um... Uh, you're... You're up and walking and talking. It's it's a bit of a complicated situation. Um, where is Miss Soggy? Is she around? It'd be easier to explain it 
I, I just prefer not to have to explain it twice, to be perfectly honest, because I'm really not quite sure what's up. Yeah, uh, she's downstairs. Sit tight. That's a little bit odd. You didn't know this place had a downstairs. I mean, if there can be one downstairs, there can be two downstairs. Downer stairs. stairs. Hey. Ah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, she comes back in a few minutes with Soggy in tow. And obviously the situation has been explained because the rabbit woman just bursts up to you and she's she's got that kind of body language where she's like she wants to touch she wants to fiddle she wants to explore but also you're a person and that's not okay so she's not as this is the, not me talking but as dr steiner's like intercerebral monologue is he completely understands that impulse <laughs> okay so let's see how much does the word Elysium mean anything to you? No. No, that's not a word I'm familiar with. I think I have heard a few humans discuss it as a point of mythology, but no. Outside of that. It's very much a real place. Um, hmm. Let's see how to explain it. It's sort of formally where Adel lived. Who? Right, okay. Let's see. It's the equivalent of heaven and it exists in the Deadlands, or on the other side of the Deadlands, if my understanding is correct. I've only been there a few times and both of those times I was teleported directly there. Okay. I understand that, at least. Right. So, in Adel's place, there's a care caretaker there, and the first generation of, we've been calling them angels, is a sort of a simplification of what they are, but um, was created by Adel. The second generation here was made by the caretaker in place, and so when I died, my soul was placed in sort of a two and a half generation, a 2.5 body, uh, so that I can continue to carry out my task. Hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Soul chart golem. Okay. I understand. This actually brings up an interesting point, because I had previously... I was poking around at um, mind transference and using only Earth technology, that was a big ask because you have to stimulate, simulate an entire mind and what part of the mind makes the mind, how much of the mind is in the brainstem, the spinal cord, how much of the ah, hormones are essential for brain function and all of that nonsense. And, the addition of magic made the problem a little easier to crack, but it was still quite a difficult one. And now, apparently, you can just take a soul and put it in an entirely new body. That is all kinds of outside of our expertise. 
We haven't even theorized about that sort of thing yet. Yes, it's an entirely new way of approaching this whole thing, because now I don't have to bother simulating or recreating the brain of the web I wanted to transfer. I can just... well, I... it's not that simple, but you can just move the soul and that effectively moves the mind as well, because apparently the mind is just part of the soul and I don't fully understand it, but... In either case, I just thought I'd stop and see you two Well, I had a moment. Um, and I also thought you'd be interested in... And oh, by the way, feel free, just... I really have only half feeling in there, so just poke around. Don't move things, but take any measurements or whatever you want, want to do. Feel free. Me happy starts giggling like a fucking gremlin. She gets her hands on you and does just immediately jump in and starts fiddling with things. Right. Meanwhile, Soggy having calmed down a little bit by way of conversation, thanks you for the permission and thanks you again for having shown up to see them. They always like your company. Likewise. They seem especially fascinated by uh, all of the runes and circles on your right arm. I'm not quite sure what's happening there. Again, I've only been in this body for a few days. Um, I can tell you what I remember is I emerged from a large kind of crystal pod. And there was a liquid in there. I don't know what the liquid was. It was very opaque. And apparently the procedure took several days and required almost constant attention. I can sort of see what these do. It's almost like a whole nother language. Oh, that might be the high speech. Oh, and I call it the high. I don't... I don't know what the actual name of the language is, but it's um, a language used by the angels and the caretaker that can directly manipulate reality. Hmm. I've dabbled in it. I know a few bits of it. Uh, I'm going to write these down. I wish I could just take this whole thing with me and keep it here. I do need it. I know. So, Grant. Yes. It's right around the time that you, like, are starting to nod off that the queen finally approaches you. Uh, I kind of do that thing where my head snaps up and I shake, shake it out, shake my head and... I wasn't sleeping. Uh, uh, uh gr- greetings, uh, Queen Linrein. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> It's fine. I know I've kept you. Yeah, and it's been a rough couple of days. You'd think ten straight days of sleeping would cause me to catch up on that, but, uh, no. No, not really. No, I expect that if my estimations of what 
happened to you are anything close to correct. That ten days of sleep was not at all enough for you to be rested. No. Um, but you said it was... Anyway, uh, we're, we're trying to undo that, so you said getting your permission is a little more complicated than getting the okay, I guess? Insofar as I cannot simply yell my assent to you over a crowd. Okay, that's fair enough. Each of us, you must ask formally for exactly what you require. There must be no ambiguity about what you want or why you want it. Okay. Alright. Queen Wynne I seek permission from you to use the timepiece in order to travel back in time perhaps multiple times in order to solve the same problem but the same problem nonetheless of fixing the past and preventing the worm from awakening please elaborate on fixing the past we were so concentrated on preventing Adel from living in order to control the worm that we forgot about the worm itself and that was our downfall. Also, we made several mistakes that prevented us from being able to fix it to prevent the worm's uprising in the first place. We wish to use the timepiece in order to prevent those mistakes from happening and to give us a second chance at eliminating the threat of the worm. You accept that you will surrender the timepiece immediately upon completion. Of course, there's nothing... There's no telling what sort of damage you could do with in our possession for an extended amount of time. No telling what sort of enemies we might make trying to use it, and so... We will use it for this purpose and this purpose only, and then as soon as we accomplish our task, we will immediately return it. I will grant you my assent on the condition that you will not use the timepiece until you are certain of your plan. Of course, Queen Lenine. And Grant, I don't... You were kind of, like, shocked into being uh, awake and then immediately dove into this, so I don't know if you ever had the thought to actually, like, put the ring on or if you just assumed that it would function without, but the ring is on your finger, whether you put it there or not. Huh. Okay. And boxes that shit don't come off. <laughs> Probably not, no. And... You feel it squeeze your finger, not in a way that like hurts, but in a way that's like making its presence known. And 
I mean, you don't have enough magical sense to tell if anything else was done to you as a result, but that squeeze kind of tells you that you're good to go here. Um, Queen Winrine, there's also one other thing I wish to ask and you're free to answer or not answer uh, as you see appropriate. I'm not I will accept either one. During the fight with Adel, the very last thing he did was explode and I guess in order to protect myself my magic burned itself out keeping me alive and I I can't access it at all anymore is there any way that you know of that can fix that Hold still. And in a way that's like very reminiscent of how Tarira operates, she just like doesn't wait for you to say okay, doesn't wait for you to like give any sort of assent. She just reaches out and puts her hand on top of your head. Okay. And you don't feel anything, but she is like frowning and quirking her head fidgeting a little bit. Hmm. Your entire magical circulatory system has been burned out of you. Yes, yeah, kind of what I figured happened. Hmm. Fortunately, that is not at all the purview of my court. Hmm. Let me guess, either spring or summer? Regrettably. Yeah. In theory, my brother could provide you with a transplant. And, well, I'm certain it would be a highly unpleasant experience, but my sister may be able to grow one inside of you. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for the uh, the lead at the very least on how I can get this fixed. So, hmm. I will not keep you anymore, Queen. Oh, I have a few minutes, and I relish standing anywhere other than directly in front of my throne. <laughs> I can I can see that. Yeah. So what are your plans now? Well, we still have to get permission from the other three courts and then also all the Deadland Sultans. Uh, I think at the very least we can convince your sister and the King of Spring. Fall probably will be bit of a hassle um but if spring does go through with it we could probably use pride at the very least to do that 
And I imagine the Deadland Sultans probably won't be too hard of a sell. They they likely don't enjoy the prospect of having to regulate several billion souls at once. She was kind of scrubbing at her face while you were talking about the other court royals. Yes, she will likely demand something from you in return. Oh, goody, because the last time she demanded something from me, that went so well. Oh, did you... Did you fail to do something or get something from her? Uh, yeah. Oh, my most sincere condolences, Grant Harrison. To be fair, at the time, I didn't know he would be a sore loser and explode after we killed him. Colin, I feel like sometimes you forget that this Abel was their dad. <laughs> yes, I. Grant does. She kind of looks upset at that. I'm. I'm so sorry. I. I forgot. I'm. I was not his biggest fan. You should not. I should have left you with the. <laughs> I, I was not I was not his biggest fan, as you can imagine, so I tend to talk about him very negatively, and I forgot his relationship to you. I sincerely apologize. Hmm. I doubt it will affect your opinion of them any, but if the their death throes were as you did describe them. That was not voluntary. Okay. All right. The records are few, but my understanding is that it is more common than not for ones of Adol's generation to die like stars. All right. Well, in any case, yes, I did fail to get something for her. And the plan was to retrieve it afterwards, at least on my end. So that was a mistake on my part. Hopefully she will at least understand. And who knows, maybe with the maybe with what we're doing and how we're doing it, I potentially might get a second chance. I won't go for it if it would go beyond the promise that I made while swearing the oath to you, but I might get a second chance. I might not. Who knows? If I may prepare you for what she will put you through, she will likely place you under a very direct geese. You will be compelled to certain actions at certain points. You will be unable to resist. You will act automatically. It will be unpleasant. You will also likely need to swear fealty to her more directly than you already have. So, 
I know you two don't get along, but there is there at any point in her existence, like, a point where she's, I don't know, pleasant to be around? I think I am the wrong person to ask that question. Yeah, I, I figure as much. It has been a very, very long time since we could be in the same place and be pleasant about it. Honestly, I'm surprised that you're even allowing summer court representatives in here, even with all the stuff that's going on, given what I've heard about the rivalries between uh, summer and winter and spring and fall. Speaking of spring and fall, I would like to offer you some advanced caution. I would greatly appreciate the advice. Thank you. There is no truly delicate way to put this. Securing the assent of my sister will be as unpleasant as anything is with her. But my brothers are going to be more difficult than usual. <sighs> Adel made a mistake with them. See, my sister and I, we simply don't like each other. I can't really see what her problem would be with me, but I just can't stand her. Why she conducts herself. It's so... loud. So messy. But... my brothers, their issue is that their places were switched. Hmm. The... They were each made inclined for the opposite court. And they resent each other for having the position that they were born to. And they have been doing their best to live it that way, regardless. Largely because they don't have a choice, even now. But having the only person who could correct the mistake die has broken them a little. So you will need to be very careful with them. Other words, don't let me do the talking. Got it. I would especially be cautious of Vrondthel. He is letting his nature come out rather violently right now. Fun. So we can expect maybe a fight or something? Hmm. Fighting him would be the worst thing you could possibly do right now. Yeah, I expected as much. 
just do not test him. I will pass it on to people who are better at words than I am. And our time is up. Good hunting. Thank you, Queen. She gets up, and there's already like four people waiting for her. Alright. I will get up and bow, and then go join up with the rest of my group. Roxanne Steiner. Alright, so I need you to be careful here. It's healed, but it's a little tender still. Like, I'm. it's not a perfect thing, and if you overstress it, it's probably going to fracture again. I mean, I'll do my best. I got work to do. Yeah, I get that you have work to do. Just treat it with a little bit of care, because you're not going to be helping anybody if you break it again, and somebody has to carry you over here. Alright, alright. Thank you. No problem. Hey, Roxanne. Hey, uh, are we ready, or...? Uh, yeah, I got the thing, and, uh, apparently, uh, there's gonna be some complications with the kings, um, and then Grant will go over all of the, uh, all of the stuff that when Ryan went over, uh, with him. Grant, the second you start to talk about what's going on with the kings, like... You are forced into shutting the fuck up. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's fun. You can't tell if this is like a never talk about it at all, or a don't talk about it where people can hear it kind of thing. Ah, uh, okay. You definitely can't talk about it in the middle of this fucking tent. Okay. You okay, Grant? You kind of just uh, stop mocking there. Well, it's a it's a thing. We, maybe we should find Steiner and uh, I can and find someplace more private. Maybe that'll work. Yeah, sure. Uh, I just stop on the way out and ask somebody. Do you want this uniform back? Nah, keep it. We got extras. Uh, okay. Foxy just wanders around in a nurse uniform. <laughs> <laughs> I am desperately trying to decide whether or not you have a cute little winter color pillbox hat. Uh, if you don't, I will. I vote There's yes. Absolutely, a cute little winter court colored pillbox hat. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Trant doesn't even comment on it at all, which is how you can tell like he is not his normal self. I. Roxanne puts her hand on Grant's shoulder and just sort of, like, gives it a reassuring squeeze. Come on, we've got some work to do. Okay, if you say so. What's Steiner up to? I mean, I'm just going to keep talking to the scientists until someone comes and gets me. I'm assuming that's what's happening right now. I don't know. You just have to stop every 10 minutes and be like, have you seen a 10-foot-tall robot man? You've There are three scientists together in a room nerding out over a new piece of not techno- well, technology, I guess. 
And they're just going to keep doing that until they are physically separated. <laughs> Nerd. Steiner, come on. Oh, I'm sorry. Have you been waiting long? My apologies. I was waiting politely for a spot to interrupt you for about three minutes. Then I realized I wasn't going to ever get that opportunity. So now I'm just interrupting rudely. Fair enough. Right. Well, um, sorry to have to cut this. Well, not sure, but have to cut this off. But we do have business to attend to. It has been lovely as always. I will hopefully see you two at some point in the future. <laughs> Thank you for letting us study you. It was... Well, we did not understand much of it, but it was still very interesting. Yes, I don't understand much of it myself. Um, um, as I said earlier, though, I do need to be going. So again, this has been absolutely lovely, but got um, what's left of the world to save, I suppose. No luck with that. Indeed. I guess Steiner just kind of heads out. All right. And then we'll find someplace private, and then I will try and talk to them about the uh, issues with the kings, and hopefully it lets me go through this time. There is a point in the middle where your jaw just locks up and you can't start, or you can't continue explaining, and then, like, an elf just kind of comes through the little part where you're at, waves hi to all of you, and just doesn't stop at all, keeping going, got some kind of large basket on their arm. Okay, yeah, so I have to, uh, we have to be in private to do this at least, but yeah, uh, and then I will continue talking, and then, like, and that's pretty much where we are. Well. Uh, actually, if Hadel can't do it, perhaps... Perhaps the next best thing you can. Or at least alleviate some of whatever that is they're going through. I wonder if that's an option. I don't know. We could go ask. I mean, he has some sort of authority. Maybe he has an idea on how to fix this? I suspect we should ask them before heading towards the respective courts, at least. Yes. And I'm sure Mr. Harrison would um, appreciate a slight delay in heading towards the summer court. Yes. Yes, I would. Yeah, let's, let's go ask Not sure what they, what they can do, if anything, about this. So, Roxanne, you aiming for Notcher? Yeah, I'm just aiming for Notcher. Okay. So you bip on over to them, and they are not at all where you left them. And in fact, this is the first time you've ever been here. It's definitely still Elysium. You can tell that, no problem. But 
This is a room in the cathedral you've never been to. It's small. It feels a lot like the lab that you just extricated Steiner from, although there isn't the same, like, uneasy bustle in there. And Notcher is just standing hood down. Again, they're blind, but they are looking at Cam. It's it that's definitely Cam's body, and there's like the little flock of wings and eyes, but they seem smaller, kind of broken up a little bit. I'm just gonna clear my throat very loudly, just <clears throat> Oh. Hello. Hi, I'm sorry, are we interrupting uh work? No, Cam is stabilized as best as we will be able to make them for the time being. Okay. Um, that's good. He is sleeping. We could wake him if you would like. I look to the other two and go, personally, I'd rather just let him get some rest. Yeah, yeah. He also got exploded. Honestly, he deserves it. Very well. Then he shall stay like this. We did not anticipate your return so soon. We need your help with a... Well, we're hoping for your help with a... Problem? A, a solution, maybe. So... Basically, we're checking to see. Um, there's apparently um, a problem with the Fallen Spring in Kings of the Court. Is their positions are incorrect. They should be swapped. The only person who was able to do anything about this would have been Aiken. And seeing as he no longer exists, this is a problem. Now, I don't imagine that you can just simply swap them. I imagine that is quite beyond your power, but... If there was something you could do to alleviate, um, the discomfort... I'm not sure what exactly they go through with this, but it's apparently... unpleasant. It would go a great deal towards our... getting their permission to use the timepiece. Notcher kind of looks sad, almost. Turns back to look over Cam again. The error of their placement is something that we have been aware of the entire time. It was something Adel was aware of, and he intended to correct it on his return. Hmm. We do not have the authority to change it. Even after their death, there are some things that Adel laid down that we have no ability to alter. It would require going back even farther. Require correction at the moment. We regret to tell you that we can offer no counsel. We do not 
sympathize. We are exactly where we have always needed to be, so we can offer no solace or understanding. Well, it was worth, uh, worth asking, at least. We just have to be very careful. Yeah, don't let me do the talking. How is your body treating you, Edwin Steiner? I'm getting a little more used to it, but though it is a little, it's still awkward, but I'm getting the feel of it, as they would say. We are glad to hear that, at least. It seems quite well made. It's still very sturdy. We chose it in anticipation of the second set that you will need permission from being more dangerous. Hmm. We are sorry. We are cryptic out of habit. We no, it's... anticipate the Sultan, who you have not met, still being exactly where she has been for decades. And that is a place always besieged. Alright, I wasn't quite prepared to have to, even after all that, fight a sultan. I'm glad that probably isn't the case. Oh no, that's that that we would die. We would all die if we had to fight the sultan. Like I know we we were victorious against Adel, but also we had six months to prepare for Adel. And a lot more help than everyone except you two did die during that, so... Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I can't see one winning a fight against a sultan. But, like, a sparring match to prove our worth, but not a fight to the death. Hmm. Still think we would lose that, too. Well, you might. Huh. In any case, um, I don't mean to keep you for any longer. It was... I think it was worth asking, if nothing else. We are not troubled by it. Please feel free to come consult us as you like. There is technically nothing for us to be doing at the moment. Hmm. We are fully self-directed for the first time in ever. We are a bit at a loss. Have you considered a hobby? We believe our time is better spent. Fair enough. I have a question. Of course. About the two kings, is it a matter of... Is it simply a matter of authority, or is it a matter of uh, power? We do not understand the question. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm. What I'm getting at is, obviously, you don't have the authority to switch the places of the two kings in the spring and fall court, but could it theoretically 
be accomplished if one had access to a, an astronomical amount of power. In theory, we suppose that it could. Like, save the amount of power released by Adol dying. That would bring you quite close, we believe. Uh, what if we added the addition of the energy released while forging the knives? That should put you very, very close, if not over. Hmm. You would need to exceed the amount of power by which Adol made declarations at the time that they made them. Adol diminished significantly between the placement of the royals and when you fought them. Imagine sitting in a cave for that long would do that. Yes. 5,100 years on Earth, which is highly mana deficient in comparison to the Feywilds, did no favors for Adel's state. Additionally, several thousand years were spent combing the Cleansing Plains, searching for Mesa, and also much time was spent blasting clean this side of the plains to form a space to safely keep them. So it is theoretically possible, but the amount of power we would need is just enormous now. Yes. But theoretically possible isn't impossible. Correct. Need the means of storing that much. I have the basis of the technology. I mean, we stored the manery in the bat matter man, man in the batteries. It is possible that the battery we need is just incredible to think about, and I would need lots of them. Maybe oh. there's a different way to store. Hmm. I might be a genius. Oh, do tell. A, 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 a topa. Go on. If we could, because topas are made of a concentration of magical energy. If we could make one happen artificially in specific parameters to store magical energy, would that not work? I suppose you could use it as a method of storage. The question is how to retrieve the energy onto that. 
one cult that we encountered was um, quite dangerous, and I don't imagine they'd willingly die. Steiner, we've met two Tulpas. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we have. I can't help but wonder if that has something to do with how the originally the worm Adel was bound. Pardon? Well, considering how powerful he would have been before his 5,000 year stint in the cave, the amount of energy they would have needed to bind him and the worm, time must have been also incredible. Yeah. I suppose maybe we're going to have to ask some ghosts. They must they know. Needed, they would have needed a way to store that, unless, of course, I'm entirely wrong and they bound him some other way, but. We might have to go to a place where a lot of ley lines converge. Hmm. Just to even stand a chance of creating a Tulpa by. on purpose. Again, this is getting at it. We're putting the cart before the horse here. We don't even know. We still have quite a lot to do. Besides just going chasing off random theories that we're not even sure will work. Yes, but if we have a plan. We need a plan before we use the watch. We have. We're every. Royal is basically right. made this promise but that we need a plan for. So, having this is not a plan on how we're going to use the watch. It's a plan on how we're going to get the watch. If we can come up with a plan on how to fix the summer, the spring and fall problem, they're more likely to acquiesce to us using the watch, though. Hmm. Yes, that's, um, assuming they even believe it's possible. I mean, this is just all spitballing theory here. We don't even know if this would work. Uh... It's something to think about, at least. We still have two other things, uh, permission slips to get signed, I guess. Although, I think we should probably go to the uh, the Deadlands and the Sultans last, I feel like. I'm not sure. Most likely, it's. Alright, alright, alright. Right. Let's see. Steiner's not actually talking here. He's just kind of like mumbling and thinking. Natra's been quiet this whole time. Just also very thinky. At one point, they started to pace. So we need multiple points of energy. One, you would need the energy from the night. And that's multiple points of time. Then the event of Adel's death is our third point, and then we would need to capture that somehow. This and then we have Topa. We don't even know where to go from there. 
it has to be possible because it's been if we just knew how they captured him in the first place I feel We can see the shape of the application for a tulpa as you are describing it, but we would need a significant amount of time to fully formulate the idea. We suppose that so long as you are traveling back to previous points, you could set the task to us. And not to be rude, but didn't you have quite enough on your plate as it is? No. We, in fact, were underutilized. Hmm. Mm. Well, so that's one angle of approach. Random thought that I just had, completely unrelated, well, maybe unrelated, but I never found out who gave me that puzzle box. Yes, that one has confounded us as well. And I have to confront the idea that it might have been myself. Who was the description? Did it have like a signature on it at all? Is it had one, but I can't remember what it was. A moment. G.S. We observe this event. We G- apologize if it comes off as stalking, but... Brickery? That That box is present along many world lines, and we have never determined its origin. G.S. Gregory Steiner? Gregory Steiner? But if Gregory never escaped California, that doesn't make any sense. He never escaped California to the Winter Court. True, but that was the... The Winter Court was where the portal was attuned. Oh. We apologize, that was inconsiderate of us. What? There was... We were so focused on setting you on your path. Our, again, sight, future sight is limited, but presently we are keeping tabs on as much as we possibly can, including the courts. The portal was retuned. You had two Fey in your laboratory, whose home was the Fall Court. They wished to go home. Uh, well, I'm not mad, <laughs> but I would have liked this information slightly earlier. Again, we apologize. How Margaret made it out of there, all right? I mean, she's already dead, but still. Mr. Harrison, I trust uh, you have no objections to making a detour from the summer court for the time being? Uh, no, of course not. Roxanne? Yeah, let's go make sure everybody's alright. Uh, yes, well, 
Um, sorry to rush off like this, but I suddenly have pressing matters at hand. Nacho just kind of looks a little bit sheepish. Uh, I know things I think slip your mind sometimes. Oh, your your son might be alive, by the way. <laughs> Isn't <laughs> generally considered one of them. It's a relatively minor thing in the scope of saving the world. Yeah, we have to go we have to go see Stein, we have to go see Steiner's son, okay? Look, the actual answer is that the first time you asked, they didn't know and have only learned it since that time, and didn't lead with that. <laughs> That's it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Let's just off to the fall court with all due haste. Yep. With all due haste. And that's what we're calling it. Oh my. <laughs> Gonna be real, fam. I did not expect it to take two and a half hours to get through just the one court, but that's fine. It's fine. I'm not actually a in a rush here. Many, much faffing. Look, you gave me an impossible <laughs> problem, so I had to figure out how to solve it. <laughs> and you put her in a nurse's outfit. <laughs> I genuinely like when I came up with the idea that the king and the two kings had been switched I didn't conceive of that as like a problem for you guys to figure out but I'm here for it <laughs> this does present the timeline problem of the it, just, it just takes a while to kick in like it's the, the, the power is going to have to be doled out slowly in order to well, in that could be for, it, or no, 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 no. Like in, in order for their citizens to accept the fact that they're going to be switching kings, and by the time the city that bleeds rolls around, look, they just switch I names mean, along with rolls. It's fine. <laughs> no, it could be like a little more literal that um, they were supposed to be a different person. I mean, here's the other thing: is like. In Baltimore, at least, we never encountered the King of Fall. That never happened. We only ever interacted with the princess. Yeah. Hmm. There is that. And it's not like the king was ever well described. The, the King of Spring. I think we... God, did we even go to this? We went to the Spring Court, like, once... once? For the trading quest. Yeah. And that was it. Did we interact with the king? Nope. Okay. <laughs> so we never fucking interacted with either of the kings. Shrug. <laughs> well. <sighs> I'm here for it. it. Also, the the whole ley line thing was an excuse to see what the fuck has become of Baltimore, because like I established in the Baltimore 2021 campaign. As far as America is concerned, all ley lines lead to Baltimore. Because he has Poe's still kicking, or if he got ate by a worm. <laughs> God, Colin, that is the most masturbatory fucking thing I've ever heard. Baltimore is the true nexus of power of no. North America. Listen. Listen. Just, just the listening. United States of America. 
At least I didn't make it the most masturbatory. Like, I didn't make it the most, like, the biggest one in the world. I at least had the foresight to be like, no, it's beaten by Tokyo and then some random place in Central America that ended up being where the, uh, to, uh... Either way. No, no, this is fine. There's, there's a lot of ley line crossings in North America. It's just that Baltimore, fucking Baltimore, of all places, happens to be the largest one. Look, there are larger ones. They're just on other continents or in the middle of the ocean. Exactly. Fuck you, Something, Baltimore. something Atlantis. Atlantis. I was thinking it, and I didn't say it on purpose. <laughs> uh, oh my god is that the reason why big bill hell is there is because of the fucking light lines is big bill hell's built on the point of intersection you know what now it fucking is christ <laughs> let's end this fucking session before things get any worse i refuse um, this world building we have not solved the current mystery. We have not saved anyone from certain death or worse. Mysteries. I might have. Uh, not certain death, but you did make a lot of people's lives better. Uh, you definitely did learn something new and important about the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, did we learn anything new and important about any of the hunters? Uh, Roxanne probably looks adorable in a nurse's outfit. <laughs> Grant is so fucking gone that he is not acting like his normal bullshit self, but I don't think that's new or important. I don't think that is in the spirit of the question. So Grant should not be the diplomat is not new information. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody can have an experience. That's a trick. I love have an experience. Have little an experience point. Um. So, choo choo, our little train of getting this problem solved is chugging along. <laughs> Join us five episodes later when we're still kind of fucking around in the Feywilds. <laughs> oh, I mean, I figure you'll get like at least two of the courts done next session. Maybe uh, three, depending we have on less how much Yeah, we have a lot less attachment to the other courts. There's not people yeah. for us to go and talk to. Yeah. Well, Grant has plenty of attachment to Summer. Yes. And, um... Well, while you don't exactly have a lot of attachment to Spring, there's a whole bunch of stuff happening in Fall that y'all are going to want to spend some time with. Yeah, also, uh... We should probably go find Magpie's dad. You know what? If it turns out that Amalia is alive and hanging out in Fall Court, Grant will literally just break. That's just gonna. I'm be not. Stunned. I'm not gonna do that. No, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I. I know. I, th I figured. It, I figured you wouldn't. But I was saying, like, if it was, like, no, Grant. Grant's brain is just gone now. No, she brain? died instantly. Yeah. Um. Hey, you know, if you want to go find Magpie's dad. You know what court he is from? The basketball court. Fall? No. Fall. I couldn't remember which one was which. That's going to be a real awkward conversation. I told you, there's a bunch of stuff in Fall for you guys to do. 
Well, maybe he can help us out with convincing the King of Fall. They seem to be pretty chummy. Yeah. I feel like he's not going to be in the greatest mood. Look, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It would... I can't imagine, like, an angry Damerol. <laughs> well, considering what us showing up there means... Look, look. We can worry about it next week. As for now, thanks, players. I hope you had a good time today. I did. I did. And uh, folks at home, I hope you had a good time with this one as well. Thanks for putting up with our bullshit. We have only just begun with all of the nonsense that they are going to have to overcome to get their happy ending. But I believe in them. I hope you do, too. Somebody has to. I believe in us. I believe in us. That's the power of friendship. Thank you.